Hey, CT family, welcome to the Healing Place podcast. I'm Brian Hackney, the director of the Healing Place. And whether you heard about us on the weekend services or someone shared this episode, we're glad you're here. Welcome home. So we've been talking about intimacy in our podcast, and I love this episode because Ross and Spoonie talk about how we can talk to our children about sex. It's really for maybe a younger audience, and so if you're young parents and you're raising your kids in today's culture where they're hearing about sex you know, at Netflix and at school, I believe it's a timely, timely episode where they talk about how you can talk to them uh, proactively before they hear it somewhere else. Uh, I also love how Ross dives into the Enneagram and how that can really help intimacy between spouses. When you're struggling to know kind of how they tick and how they think, the Enneagram can be such a great tool on developing and growing intimacy. So enjoy this podcast today. All right, here we go. Hey, Spoonie. What's up, Ross? How, How are you, you, sir? I'm good, sir. Welcome back to the Healing Place podcast. Yes, glad the, to be here with you, man. The big man has left the building, which means we get to do whatever we want this Let's episode. Let's go. Let's go. He's going to regret having just me and you on here. You I know. know. Brian's going to have to jump back in. But no, man, I'm excited uh, to have this conversation. They, uh, they threw us here to talk to the young people, and I guess they think we're, we're young, so I'll take well, that. Well, you are for sure. <laughs> But no, I'm I'm excited for us to talk. Yeah. Um, but before we get into, we've been ta- we've been talking in this Yada series about relationships and intimacy and closeness and what God's design for relationships is like. And we're going to continue that conversation today and talk through some some of those aspects. But first, tell me about um, your marriage. How long you've been married, and uh, and what what. In, in what ways are you and your wife the same? And in what ways are you and your wife different? So me and Denise have been married for 27 years, man. Wow. Uh, I met her when I was about seven, 18, 18 and a half. Wow. And uh, we have a huge kind of dynamic with our church. And uh, at the time um, when we met, our church's uh, fellowship. And mm-hmm. so, my, I mean, but everybody knew everybody, mm-hmm. you know, so... Mm-hmm. But um, we we are where we a lot of like uh, we love to laugh, like dude, we, we we'll sit up and you know earlier we were discussing in one of the earlier episodes uh, of our podcast about um, social media. Yeah. So we've learned to use it for our benefit, yeah, and so yeah, we yeah. like it, and so we. You we'll, saying you laugh at people on social oh media? Oh my <laughs> man. Let me tell you something. That's the best entertainment. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, come it. on now. Like that. That's so good. Th- that latest yes. Bernie Sanders yes. meme, dude. That is yeah, that that's one. priceless. That's so but good. I anyway, so so we love doing that. And uh um and and we're a lot alike when it comes to wanting to connect and mm-hmm. being intentional with mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not more outgoing. Mm-hmm. This is where we're really different. Mm-hmm. I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. She's a little more introverted, mm-hmm. but she, but she does love people and mm-hmm. love to have her relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, but she'll, she'll take a little longer time to know you. Yeah. Um, I've never met a stranger. <laughs> like we're family right away. Yeah, Hi, come on. Hey, my name is Spoonie. Your name is Ross. Oh, we're, hey, brothers. Man. we're brothers forever. Come so, on. But in that regards, that's where we're a little dif- yeah. different, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for the most part, man, 
the longer when you start getting to that twenty year mark, there, yeah. Ross, yeah, uh, you, you're basically one whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. it's not really, you know. So there's a lot that we, you know, we mm-hmm. like, and that we are alike. But yeah. then there's just very few things where we're different, such yeah. as. Some movies, yeah. you know, some, you know, you give me, she like a good action movie. Yeah. I do too, uh-huh. but give me a little drama, mm. some suspense and, mm. and definitely some comedy. You so need, you need the romance and she likes the action. Come on, doc. You know, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Me and Michelle, Michelle yeah. is my wife and uh, we've been married for seven years. The awesome. last podcast I was embarrassed because I didn't have the year um, at the top of my mind right away. But yeah, we, we've been married for seven years, but yeah, we've been together since we were in high school. We went to high school together and then went to college together at Oklahoma state. Go pokes. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, man. uh, and then, yeah, we've been, we've been married for seven years, have awesome. two kiddos. And I'd say the way that we are alike is that we, um, we like to give each other a hard time. We like mm-hmm. to, to poke at one another and yeah. have fun that way, joke with one another. Um, and, and, you know, we, we've got similar, we, we, we both have pretty similar values about family and about friends and, and what we would like to see in the world. But, uh, I'd say that I, I see more differences as we, <laughs> as we're getting further along in our relationship. Um, I mean, she's, she's definitely more of a homebody. She would be happy if we stayed at home 24 mm-hmm. seven. And I like to go out and do things, um, which is hurting me in COVID times, but, yeah. and, uh, and I, and we, she, she definitely has like a really close group of friends that she connects with. And I like to be friends with everybody, you know? Right, right. So I'd say, I'd say, but we're both pretty reserved and laid back and go with the flow. She's, she's, I'm more level headed, I would say. Mm-hmm. And she's a little bit more, um, she, she will be able to, um, react to things more readily than I will. So she'll say that I don't take any initiative and I'll ah. say that she maybe reacts too quickly to mm-hmm. things <laughs> without her being here to be able to speak for herself. But right. anyway, so that leads us into kind of the differences. The re- reason I wanted to talk about that is just the differences between the way that men and women see intimacy mm-hmm. or the expectations that we have around intimacy. So what do you think are the ways that either you and Denise are or men and women that you meet with or just ways that you see in the world that men and women see intimacy different differently or, or expect intimacy differently? Well, you know, for men, you know, we see with our eyes. Mm. <laughs> First thing you say. That's right. And it's like, man, she's hot. Yep, you know what right, I mean? And right. so uh, speaking of hot, you know, <laughs> women, <laughs> guys are looking in that aspect, you know, yeah. it's what we're drawn to. They're attracted to yeah. to what they see, and uh-huh. so they want to get to know. And a lot of times, unfortunately, um, we tend to look at it from that point of view because of uh, our peers, yeah, locker room. If you play football, uh-huh. basketball, whatever the case, your buddies, uh-huh. whatever, uh-huh. Um, it's, and it's what you heard. Mm. But I believe that that's where guys look at mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, and I believe uh, I heard an old um, joke my my grandfather used to say a little bit and where the word woman came from and he said when Adam saw Eve he said whoa man <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's good but that's where men you know we see mm-hmm. and I believe women uh, is hot as well 
they see us, but it's different. Mm. They're ready to be what I call, when you say hot, honest, open, and transparent. Mm. Women are ready for that. Mm, that's good. They're ready. They're, preach. They see us, and it's like, oh, he's hot. Mm-hmm. So they're ready to get to be honest. Hey, this is where I am. This mm-hmm. is where I'm coming with it. Mm-hmm. They're ready to be open, mm-hmm. you know, to let you know. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to be transparent on what they want, yeah. what they, you know, that's good. what they what they feel that they want to gain from this uh, relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's Even really if good. it's just a friend and it can go somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I believe that's the two differences. Yeah. What, what do you think? That's good. I mean, I think even taking a step back when you look at how intimacy is portrayed, we talked a little bit about this in the last episode, but how maybe we grew up or or the the ideas that we got from outside of the church or our life about intimacy mm-hmm. um, and, and what that means, you know, a yeah. lot of times that that meant uh, just sex or yeah. just, you know, physical intimacy mm-hmm. um, when there's so much more and so much more depth to what intimacy is. I love there's yeah. this old. Do you remember the Numa videos from Rob Bell? Okay. Rob Bell did these <laughs> Numa videos that were that were kind of cheesy 90s videos, but <laughs> they were part of my youth group experience. But there's mm-hmm. one that's that stuck with me and that I still share today with whenever I'm sharing with premarital couples and uh, it's called flame and it's, and it's, it's all about love and intimacy and kind of reframing what intimacy is Mm -hmm. from the, from a biblical perspective, from a scripture perspective. And Rob Bell talks about the book uh, song of Solomon and how, uh, how, kind of crazy it is when you read it, how yes. racy it is when yes. you actually see what they're talking about. Yeah. But he says that in that book that there's three Hebrew words that can be translated to the English word love. Mm. And one word means friendship. Mm-hmm. One word means commitment. Mm-hmm. And one word means like sexual desire. Mm-hmm. And God's design for love and for intimacy is for all of those to be happening at the same time, yes. right? Yes. And so he he uses the picture of a flame. So if, you know, he gets a little lighter and he's like, you know, if this is the picture for commitment, if this is the picture for friendship, companionship, if this is the picture for intimacy, if we bring all that together, it can create a huge bonfire mm, of love wow. and desire. Yeah. And what you think about when you think about intimacy, that deep fire that's within yes. you. And that's, that's what can... Um, sustain a marriage when the fire of um, that physical intimacy or just that new kind of lovey-dovey feeling kind of wears off right yeah and so I think that uh, that you know you you can look at an affair infidelity Mm -hmm. there may be some there may be some sexual desire there yep there may be some companionship but Mm -hmm. there's no commitment so that's not that's not the full uh, expression of what love is or even a marriage that has gotten to the place where there's no more intimacy. So there's friendship, yeah. Yeah. there's companionship maybe, there's commitment because they're married, yeah. but there's none of that sexual intimacy. Right. And so that's not full. That's not the full design or expression of what love is. Right. So I think we have to work um, to reframe our understanding of what intimacy is to build that friendship, yes. that connection, and to always reaffirm that commitment to one another uh, as well as uh, letting that that sexual desire play the part in in our love as well. So I think that's where the the 
the, the misconception or the ideas around intimacy that maybe we grew up with or didn't fully understand yeah. clouds the way that we see Absolutely. intimacy now. Absolutely, man. 100%. What do you think about, so the other piece of that question was about expectations. So how do you see expectations playing out in your, in your marriage or in relationships that you see from the outside? Well, first of all, man, I just believe that in expectations, you know, I try my hardest to, you know, look at it from biblical perspective mm-hmm. but sometimes you know it it, it escapes us mm-hmm. and, and we have to be drawn back to it mm-hmm. but uh there's a, a a scripture in the bible that talks about doing to others as you would have them do unto you mm-hmm. and so in expectations a lot of times we can expect something that we're not giving out that's good and unfortunately that's where the miscommunication comes in mm-hmm. and that's when it just gets really clouded yeah and so you have to go back and refocus your mind on yep. what I am expecting from my wife. Yeah. Am I giving that to yeah. her? Yeah. You Man, know, and, and that's, that's so much easier said yeah. than done. Like that's, it is. that happened recently in my, in mm-hmm. my marriage, there was, you know, it was like, uh, I, I was just, I got, I got to a point where I was frustrated and feeling like that, that we were disconnected. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I, disconnected myself even more you know right, I pushed right, away even right. more yeah and uh I didn't even necessarily realize I didn't have the awareness that's like well if I want to be connected then I need to offer that to to my wife you know yeah, I absolutely. need to move closer to her yeah but so often we get so caught up in our selfishness and in yes. our flesh that we do the very thing that we're thinking or mm-hmm. condemning or frustrated or yeah. annoyed at our partner for doing absolutely be- because in that moment you know you know, case in point, same thing. I mm-hmm. did the same thing. My wife, she she loves the the for me to look at her and talk to her. Mm-hmm. Her her love language is talk and, and give me that attention. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, well, she, you know, I would text her. Mm-hmm. So I it was it was funny in the, one of the other episodes we we start talking about social media mm-hmm. and and your you know your 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 device your mm-hmm. phone and and how can that work or not work for you. So right. I chose to start making it work for me. So I flirt with her throughout the day. What's up, gorgeous? How you doing, girl? What you doing? You know? <laughs> and so we talking back and forth and, you know, reach out to her. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, Ross, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Like, that's good. When mm-hmm. I get home, we're going to do a little talking. But, girl, I've been working all day. Mm-hmm. You know, can I come in and just, you know, shower up and just have some me time? But mm-hmm. from her perspective is I haven't seen you all day. And so, man, I got this thing where I would lay across the edge of my bed mm-hmm. and get on my phone. And so she, we talked about it. And it was like, mm. you know, do you not see me here? Yeah. You know, and so um, and so I would text her. And so I told, t- told her, said, hey, I think that's, you know, but baby, we were talking all day. You know, I mean, we're going to talk, you know. And so one day it was so funny how I was leaning on the bed and I'm laying across and so she texts me, oh, so this is what we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> From across the room. That's good. Yeah. So, but it, like you say, sometimes, you know, we're expecting something and yeah. we're not realizing that what's happening in that moment. So, For sure. So, yeah, I mean, it, I just think that, man, really, really just taking the time to do your best at it and you guys do it together. Yeah. That's another thing, man, is that, 
the expectation. Yeah. Will we expect together? Yeah, for sure. Because sometimes, you know, it, you, you know, if you're expecting something and it's not happening, and I've just told you, yep. now the other party gets to wait to see if you're going to do it. Right. Well, right. what if we help and work at it together? Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, I think what you said right before working together is important whenever you say what your expectation is yes because yes. so often our expectations yes. live in our head yes you know oh man saying? so good dude. we just we yes, just absolutely we feel like uh that our partner should be living up to some standard or even friendships or in our relationship with god that there yes. needs to be there there because we do this or because this is the way that we saw things operate when we were kids or because mm-hmm. we've read and understood this in scripture that it a plus B equals C. Yes. And that's not always how it happens. And mm-hmm. often, um, you know, there's expectations that live in our heads that don't get communicated. And then we get let down by a partner and we're wondering, we get mad at them and we're, and they're wondering what, what really set you off here about this? <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I like to say that there's oftentimes I have full conversations with Michelle in my head, you know, I'm like going <laughs> at it with her in my head, going back and forth. Yes. And, and so often, um, the antidote to that is to bring those expectations out, to That's, share them, yes. to talk about them, yes. and to tell them, hey, this is what I need, this is what I want, and mm-hmm. then you can work through how you can uh, how you can achieve those or, yes. or make progress towards those. Uh, and 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 then you know she can't she can't let me down if uh, if she knows what what the expectation is or she, she, you know, she'll always let me down if she doesn't know what the expectation yes, is. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I think, I think that a lot of our disappointment can come from those, those unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, so good, man. We talked to, so you, you mentioned love languages Yes, and, and that's, I think that's something that is been help has been helpful in my relationship uh, to, to gain an understanding of. So let's talk a little bit about that. So for those of you who don't know what the five love languages are, it's just a, I'm sure most of you do, if you want to learn more in depth than what we can share today, it's a really simple Google five love languages. It'll come up. You can go to the website. There's a simple little assessment that you can take to understand what your love language is, but it's essentially just five buckets of ways that you most identify with with feeling loved with yep. feeling like someone loves you and so uh the the five buckets are physical touch uh yeah. gifts acts of service quality time and words of affirmation and uh so most of the time you and your partner have a different love language and that's what causes conflict is that the way that you receive love or feel love is different than your partner's. Yes. And our, you know, our tendency is to give love the way that we want to receive it. Mm-hmm. And when your partner isn't receiving that, um, you know, it's almost like you're talking in different languages. That's, yeah. that's the nature of, of why this kind of wording was used is because we need to learn to speak yeah. each other's language. Yep. So do you know you and Denise's love languages and how has that played a part in your relationship? Oh yeah, uh, hers is quality time. <laughs> it's quality time. Uh, yeah, and mine's is you know words of affirmation. Okay, and I, I you know, so in the quality time, uh, it's and and touch. I love you know physical if you touch. physical touch. If you you know if my wife is so sometimes as, as you just said, if I'm giving that, yeah, I'm. I'll grab her hand and just hold it, uh-huh. you know, and uh-huh. I'm I'm letting her know, and I'm sitting there, 
but in my left hand is my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so and she that, needs that quality time. Hey, and so in that moment, I in my head, as you said so beautifully earlier, you're having this conversation. So I'm in my head, I'm spending quality time. That's right. And she's like, you know, are you? Can you look at me? Yeah. Are you going to talk to me? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, baby. Yeah. And so you know, so it's it's worked out really well. Yeah. In the later years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember. <laughs> you know, in the beginning of our relationship, one of the one of the first conflicts that we had was uh, that you know. I would always plan things for us to mm-hmm. do with friends and to go out and do all this stuff. And uh, we got to the end of one week and my wife was like, babe, we haven't spent any time together this week. I'm like, what are you talking about? We were together every <laughs> night. We were doing all this stuff right, together. Right. And that's because her, like Denisa, yeah. her, Michelle's love language is quality yeah. time. Yes. And that, yeah. that means us together. Yes. Not even having to, you know, be face to face talking, but right. just being together. Absolutely. Us two. The, a couple weeks ago, uh, my wife was like, hey, will you come after we had put the kids down? I had finally sat on the couch. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to be done with the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you who have young kids, I'm sure you can relate to that. And uh, my wife was like, hey, will you come in, in our, our little room where the kids' toys are? Will you come help me pick this up? And I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. And afterwards, I kind of pouted around and you know helped her. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, she was like, hey, you didn't have to come help me. I just wanted to be with you. Wow. And that's her saying, yeah. that's like her reach, that's her reaching out yes. for me yes. to, to, to love her, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I missed that moment, yeah. unfortunately, yes. but I hopefully can we use it as a, at some point. <laughs> as a, as a learning, yeah. you know, example to try to, to try to do that in the yeah. future. My, my love language is physical touch. And I think the misconception about that is that I always want sex. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that's not the case. The case right. is physical touch means um, that whenever she comes up and gives me a hug or holds my hand mm-hmm. or whenever we're in a group of people and, you know, she does, she does something by touching me to let me know that she notices me yes, and that she cares about me. And, uh, whenever that's not there, because that's not her love language, hers is quality time. It feels like yeah. she's not telling me, Hey, I love you, mm-hmm. you know? And so often, I, you know, I forget that that's not her love language. And so that causes some of those expectations yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be unmet, which I think is, uh, I think is, is hard. So yeah. it's, it's, it's really key for us to work on trying to give the love that our partners need yes, and uh, to communicate what our love language is to our partner as I, well. I think that's so, so beautiful that mm-hmm. you said that because when you think, when I think about that and you mentioned that about you know, what hers was, Mm -hmm. my wife's is the same Mm -hmm. and how we give what we want. Yeah. And I noticed that in the later years, how that, that quality time that my wife had turned that into really paying attention to me. Mm. Wow. So man, when it came to times when I needed to be open, even during some really tough times, um, I didn't realize she knew what she knew about me. Wow. Why? Because she was observing. Yeah. She wanted that quality time, so she was studying me. Yeah, and so I once I realized that, uh-huh. man, it just opened so much more up because yeah. I was willing to understand that. Wow, that's been your love language, so you've been really paying attention to me. Yeah, and so the quality time, uh, it made me be willing to hear her more. Yeah, so great. it's 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 awesome when we come into these revelations mm-hmm. down through you know 
in seasons, out of seasons yeah. of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But main the main point is growing with each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think circling back to kind of this this big idea that we're looking at in this series is mm-hmm. knowing, yes. you know, learning about your partner is 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 pointing towards yada to yeah. know, yes. right? To know our partner. Yeah. And intimacy is all about how we can continue to know. Mm-hmm. And another tool that's been really useful in in my marriage has been the Enneagram. Yes. And it's gained a lot of popularity. And mm-hmm. um, I've been I've been able to help share that with a lot of people at our church. And uh, and I'm I'm grateful that people have become aware of this tool. And you know, it's funny because people get excited about learning each other's numbers or learning their own numbers. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But, man, the most beneficial thing for me has been learning more about my wife yes. and learning more about the way that she's wired yeah. and the things that were so hard for me to grapple with mm-hmm. at the beginning of our relationship and things that I saw as her just coming against me, like wanting to do the thing that's different than me, mm-hmm. I now see as ways that she's wired Mm-hmm. And it allows me to have much more compassion for her than I than I did have at the beginning of our relationship. So I'm I'm super grateful. And and so for those of you who don't know what that tool is, it's it's basically just a personality tool. Um, there's nine numbers that each describe a different personality type. And you know it's not perfect. It's a tool I love. There's a quote that says. Um, all tools are broken, but some are useful. Yeah. And so this is a tool that's been really useful mm-hmm. for me. It's not perfect, but it does uh, describe aspects of me and my wife's personality really well and how we can relate together. And it's an opportunity to know her more. So right. I identify lead with type five, she with type six. And uh, so that that there's there's ways that we are really compatible in that and ways that we come against each other in that a lot. And it's been it's been a really great tool to know one yeah. another better. What yes. about you guys? Oh man, that's the very same. Yeah, I mean it's it's been a deal where where I get to know my wife, mm-hmm. you know, and and look at her, um, what her enneagram is or what her, that personality is. Yeah, and I've used it for my benefit. Yeah, you know sure. because um, with hers it was just a deal, I and so I would kind of. Go back and forth with her, mm-hmm. and then finally I start just going. Wait a minute, let me take some of that yeah. and see if I can use it. And it has certainly benefited me uh-huh. um, in my future and even my now relationships yeah. with just other people. Yeah, you know, for sure. and even and and most importantly with her. Yeah, because now I understand how she's wired. Yeah. I understand how she how she thinks, and so. Um, so it gives it, I mean, and, 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 and then also it allows her to be her, mm-hmm. man. I'm, I'm going to just be honest. I, I was born and raised a, a PK kid mm-hmm. and I was a musician. So when we got married, you know, for a long time, she, my wife was Spoonie's wife, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, literally mm-hmm. some people would say that mm-hmm. they wouldn't say her name. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that they were being, uh, um, evil intent, yeah. but when we moved and when we were able to really get... That really affected her. So yeah. um, it, it helped me understand and look into how she was looking at things. Mm-hmm. And when I came into the knowledge of the Enneagram that, mm-hmm. you know, she was just, it wasn't that she was just being mean. It was yeah. really something that yeah. helped me understand how she was wired, yeah. which filtered back into that quality time. Yeah. A person of quality, they want you to know them just as well they, as they want to know you. Right. And so just being called Spoonie's wife. 
not even my name, mm. something that small mm -hmm. can actually, you know, really affect a person. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's been a great benefit, yeah. you know, in understanding each other. Yeah, for sure. And you knowing know, each other. Yeah. I always tell couples in premarital class, whether it's, you know, the BuzzFeed article that's telling you what animal you are or whether mm -hmm. it's something as deep as the Enneagram or whether it's love languages, any opportunity to know your partner better, yes. to grow in friendship with them is always going to be beneficial. You Absolutely. Know, it's always going to help your relationship. So I think that's that's really good. Okay, so here's yes, a sir. here's an off script question. Okay. If you could go back to 20-year-old Spoonie, mm. you know, in, in, a, in the first few years of marriage, Ross. Or first, you know, few <laughs> before marriage started. What would you, wow. what advice would you give 20-year-old wow. Spoonie? Dude, that's an amazing question. Wow. Um, I would tell him, 20-year-old Spoonie, to take advantage of the moments that you have to be pushed into growth. Ooh. And take your time. Yeah. Because uh, you're going to get there, but the key is how you're going to get there. Yeah. And the reason why I say how, a lot of people say it don't matter. Just as long as I get there, no, it does. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I would have much rather walked and had the mat the maturity to walk with my wife mm -hmm. at 20 versus her having to drag me mm -hmm. and pull me. Mm -hmm. You know, so. I would have said, hey, man, <laughs> grow a little more. Yeah. Wait a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, you're going to get there. That's good. That's really good. So kind of like hurry up and wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, man. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I, I you know, I'm, I've got, you've got 18 years on me, but we've been together for a while too. But I, I would say yes. um, just let things go. Yes. You know? Yeah, man. So often I would hold on to things and feel so you know, justified in, yeah. in what I was feeling or yeah. how wrong my wife was. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and I think there's been so much growth that's happened from both of us that we've allowed things, yeah. to, we've, we've let things go mm -hmm. that haven't been as big a deal as we've made them out to be, or yeah. that I took personal that weren't personal, you know, yes. that my wife wanted to share, share with me. She was trying to share her heart and I took it as an attack, you yeah, know? Absolutely. So I think, I think just, uh, letting those things go is really yeah. key. Okay. We're going to wrap up with this, a, a fun question to end. Okay. So, um, I have young kids. I've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old, almost five-year-old. And so this is really me asking for advice, but how, sure. how should we think about talking with our kids about sex okay. so that they hear it? from a healthy perspective and not, um, you know, inevitably they're going to get information about what sex is from, you know, culture and from school and from friends, but how can we lead that, that, that conversation in a way that's going to be helpful for them? Man, I'm going to say this. Kids learn a lot about what we say, but most about who we are. Mm. So what I would say is make sure you talk more with your actions. Mm. Because when they see you and they see you loving mm -hmm. your wife, when mm -hmm. they see mama loving on you, mm -hmm. that's going to communicate to them that that's how sex looks. That's mm -hmm. how all of that looks. Mm -hmm. Because why? They're going to want to know. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that dynamic in the home, whoever it is, uh, and the reason I say by talking with your actions, yeah. that will allow you to be open and honest with them 
so that when the conversation is getting ready to be had, yeah, they can have it from a holistic point of view, which is mom and dad right. versus their peers, mm. because they're going to find out about sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's, will they hear about it in a healthy way? Yeah. And so I would say once you create and establish that transparency in your home, yeah, you could talk about anything. Yeah, yeah. So I hear you, know you saying, I, mean? I hear you saying, setting that foundation. Set that foundation, so, and, and it could be set at any age. Yeah. Hear me, man. Like yeah. the fact, because it goes back to one thing: kids want our time, mm. <laughs> no matter what age. Mm-hmm. At, I mean, you think about it right now. I, I have a few, and I'm sure you do. Uh, uh, clients right now that we're that that we're counseling or mm-hmm. that we're working and walking through life with mm-hmm. i have a, a particular young you know young man that's married and want to move on but he still needs to have the conversation mm-hmm. and wants to with his father mm-hmm. from when he was 14 mm-hmm. and he's older mm-hmm. so you hear what i'm saying that yeah. that it's always there so as a parent what i would encourage is just to establish transparency and openness mm. and talk to them about how it really is. Matter of fact, even about how you learned about sex. Mm. That's a great way because if it's right or wrong, mm-hmm. how did it take your mind? How did it make you view women? How did mm-hmm. it make you view men? Mm-hmm. You know, in that aspect, do you see them as just an object? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. trust me, that other element is going to be there. They mm-hmm. have access to it. Mm-hmm. Some of them already done hurt. I, mean, I remember my oldest. I remember <laughs> I was telling my wife, um, you know, I got to have a conversation. I got to have that conversation. And she was like, okay, go right ahead. And uh, I'll never forget. Uh, on the way home from school, I picked him up and I said, okay, uh, Darius, it's time for us to have this conversation. He goes, okay. And so um, I said, I said it about five times. <laughs> It's time for us to have the conversation. I was trying to figure it out. Yep. And about the third time, he passes me a note. And it was a note of a young lady <laughs> that was asking him, could she just have a kiss? Oh, and I'm like, wow. oh, wow. Daddy, you late. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because someone's going to. So in that moment, it was, do I? And so I, I had to ask him right there. I said, well, do you want to? He said, yes, sir. I said, okay. So in that moment, I had to tell him yeah. that if you do, this is what happened. Because mm-hmm. watch this. Every decision has a consequence. Mm-hmm. And it's up to us whether good or bad. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to live with them a mm-hmm. lot of times. So mm-hmm. you just want to make sure that they have a healthy perspective of it. So it's it's a plethora of things you can Google. You can get right. on YouTube and right. find. Right. But I say the most important is that you spend the time and you talk to them about yeah. it. At least have that voice yeah. in their ear. Well, I love that too because so often we focus on that conversation, and I'm glad that you know I'm years away from that. Yes, sir. <laughs> so that I don't I don't have to you know have sleepless nights about that. But yeah. um, I do think that it's it's more important to focus on the the foundation that you're setting, mm-hmm. you know, and and creating Absolutely. that picture for your kids, yes. uh, and and creating a safe space so that they can be transparent with you so that they're not going to run to other places Mm -hmm. to find that out before they run to you. Um, That gives me a lot of hope and a lot of puts a lot of 
pressure and weight on me to to want to create that for a good pressure and weight to want to create that for my my kids absolutely um so that's good thank you spoonie man my pleasure brother well man i've loved this combo oh, man this was awesome this we is good this man again. i know we gotta do it again we're yeah, just yeah. gonna kick brian off just the me rest and you of yeah you that's know? right that's right <laughs> awesome well thanks everyone for listening with us and we'll see you in the next one well, I hope you've enjoyed our conversations on Yada, our intimacy series. We really enjoyed recording them. So like, share, subscribe, or follow for more content. And we look forward to bringing you more in the future.